Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. A strong marriage is a strong partnership. It needs an acceptance of each person as an individual and the willingness to support that someone as they grow in their own singular way. Jeremy and Christina Hauser have been married five years and they have one child. I'm Patrice Sikora. Now, usually Jeremy is the host of this podcast, but this time around, I have the opportunity to ask them as a married couple how they've adapted to life and what those changes have taught them. Jeremy, we're going to start with you. You gave me this first question. Tell me about Christina. My beautiful, beautiful wife. Um, I, she's a great, great mother, mother to Patrick, uh, amazing wife, uh, daughter to her family. And one thing that I love the most about Christina is a lot of her experience, especially when it came to uh, education. I mean, talk about hitting the ball out of the, the park. Uh, she got her master's in uh, master's in education of psychology from the U of H. Therefore, she constantly analyzes every single thing that I do, which obviously <laughs> isn't the, the best thing for me, but um, it does work out really well for us as a family. She's worked in multiple, multiple industries. So I know as the years have gone on and as we've formed our family and grown with our uh, son, who's a little over two years old. So her life is switched up and she's been great uh, adapting to new lifestyles and changes. Um, so my wife's amazing. Uh, looking forward to this episode so people can kind of hear a little bit more behind the scenes of who makes um, us and then also a little bit of the story of her as a great person. Christina, tell me about Jeremy. Well, uh, I would have to say Jeremy is probably, when I think of him, I think he's one of the most generous, kind-hearted human beings you'll ever meet. Um, I've told him before, his friends are lucky to have him. Um, <laughs> he will literally give the shirt off his back as long as it's on his favorite shirt, he would. Um, he's a great father, great husband. How did the two of you meet? Well, we actually met a little over... Uh, well, the first time we actually met, so we started dating about almost nine years ago, but we met in college. Um, it was it was interesting when you really look back at it. It was over a decade ago. I mean, probably when I think we were like, I was probably, I don't know, 22 or 20, 21 years old. And she happened to just end up coming to a party that, uh, you know, the college days, we were having a little house party with the baseball team and Christina came by with a couple of her friends <clears throat> and at the time um, just hanging out. And for the most part, I believe actually at that moment, sh she can obviously she'll remember it better than me, but I think I was actually dating somebody at the time. And, <laughs> and uh, I just remember it was just this beautiful woman who just came to our, came into our apartment. We were playing some uh, drinking games and we ended up going out to, we lived in Austin at the time. So we went out to like sixth street and hung out for that night. 
And for some reason, I, I don't remember, she can maybe remember it. Um, she was in the trunk of a car. Or okay. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah. Well, okay. Disclaimer. It was an SUV. It was the back. Uh, it wasn't like a sedan trunk. Um, still wasn't safe. I, I don't. I don't condone riding in the trunk of a car, but we were in college, little stupid decision. Um, but he actually, he's the one that opened the trunk and I got out and he's, he asked me, so your name's Crystal, right? My name is not Crystal. <laughs> and um, yeah, we went our separate ways after that yep. for About what, six years. And then we reconnected. Well, we actually, yeah, social media, his name and age. And this is how ridiculously not, I guess, terrible wording this, but I'm just, I'm just not a smart human being, I guess. But on Facebook, as you all who have Facebooks know, the person that you're going to message, it literally says their first and last name. And so me trying to reignite that conversation that we had maybe that night, I actually wanted to invite her over. I was no longer uh, dating anybody, but I just wanted to start up a conversation with her a couple months later. And I ended up texting, or I sent her a message and I still put, well, 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 isn't it, or how you doing crystal or something. And completely just uh, no clue why. And it wasn't a joke, although I might've played it off like it was, but just, yeah, that's the charmingness that Jeremy Hauser brings to the table. Hey, but here we are, married almost five years, so it worked. <laughs> now, Christina, it sounds like you've had most of the big changes lifestyle-wise. You had a career, you were working. It's been five years, and now you're, you're a stay-at-home mom, which is still work. I'm not, believe me, I'm not putting that down at all. How has your thinking changed? My thinking, um, in what regards to work or just in general? Well, your mindset, is this where you wanted life, if you expected life to go? I always knew I'd, I would be a stay-at-home mom. I was raised by a stay-at-home mom, and it was just, I always knew in my heart I wanted to raise my kids. Um, there's nothing wrong with going back to work. Um, it just, I knew in my heart it wasn't for me. Um, I will say it was difficult because I always was working in some capacity, and I was always making money. And I loved making money. I loved seeing my bank account change. Um, so when I stopped working, that was a little, it was a little weird to kind of now all of a sudden we're a joint income family. And it took me a while to get used to that. I'd say it took me up until I had our first child that I started seeing this as, okay, this is a partnership. So I'd say that's changed. Um, yeah, I definitely think for the most part, the, the first two, two and a half years of us being married, it was, we were, we were, I guess the term dinks, we were duly income, no kids at the time. So it was always us planning the weekends out, maybe trips. And obviously the last two years, not just with Patrick being born, but limitations on travel and, and little things here and there definitely switched up uh, lifestyle for us. But 
I I've definitely seen just growth amongst both of us. And now it's more of a, it's a, it's a paradigm shift of just focusing on priorities. And she's done a really good job of taking care of a lot of the things that taking stuff off my plate. Hopefully I take stuff off hers. I don't know. Hopefully you asked for that question <laughs> and make me feel good. But uh, now I think for the most part, she's done really good with the transition and I'm, I'm very honored that she's willing to sacrifice not going out day to day because a lot of people our age, they both typically parents have income or typically have a job. So it's a little more, it's probably challenging for her to really relate to a lot of the the stay-at-home moms because they might not be around our age, but um, there's definitely opportunity, hopefully with everything going by now with uh, COVID and and getting back to the normal, that should hopefully open up some more opportunities for stay-at-home moms and, and so forth. You've been married five years. You've got a kid. Do you still, have you ever, do you still have things that you do individually that is different from the other person? I don't know if you did it before, and if you did, are you still doing it, or if, has that become something new? So for me, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> priorities. I remember if you go back five years before we were even married, uh, we definitely, uh, for the most part, it was more about doing planning around friends and trips. I think for the most part, priorities have shifted to where it's more family oriented, which I, obviously. I've spoken on previous podcasts about this and it's definitely helped me really prioritize what's important to me. And it seems that life gets better and better as we continue to evolve and grow. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I would say definitely my priorities have shifted a lot. Um, when we were dating, engaged, even like our first few, first couple of years being married without kids, I would say that my thinking at least was very egocentric. I didn't think that my choices would really affect somebody else's life. I mean, to an extent, I know that a lot of my choices would affect my husband, but in, in my situation now, if I decide to go out with friends at night on a weekday, when I know Jeremy's going to be working a full, however many hours he works during the day, it's on me the next day to take care of Patrick. So do I really want to have that extra glass of wine? Do I want to stay out an extra two hours? So that's kind of shifted for me a lot where my son is now my priority. Who sets the goals in the partnership here? I think both of us, we, we both set our own personal goals. And then I guess together we set family goals for the future. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that. And obviously it's it's twofold. It would be more if my priorities and and what I can provide for for the family is income and hopefully hitting goals on and, and so it's easier for me in a sales role because we always have goals, things that are set for us by not just the company, but individually. So what she does a great job of at least helping me out to hit those goals is eliminating a lot of the little things that uh, fortunately I get to give my all into work. Um, I, I really think that would be a competitive advantage of the housers is being able to 
to really maximize our time and effort into the advisors I work with and really try to think outside the box, be creative. And she's a great sounding board each and every day that I get to bounce ideas off of. And although she might not make an income from InsureMark, uh, she's, she's definitely contributing to our success. So for, for the most part, I think our goals are set. We're aligned like at the end of this year, we have certain things we've chatted about schools are a big thing for us, maybe another house, um, different things. So we'll, we put together some, some numbers and also some, uh, hurdles to jump over to get to that. And all we can do is look back and see if we hit those results. Let, let me ask you, okay, let me ask you this then. Christina, how important is having Jeremy as a partner to meeting those goals? Um, I'd say it's, it, he's played an integral, integral part of our family's success. He's, I'm the more high strung one. I get stressed out very easily. Um, I don't do well under pressure, <laughs> but Jeremy, he's the one that stays calm. He gets us through it. So, yeah, I think he's, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to achieve the goals that I want in life, I would say, without Jeremy's support backing me. Now, what are some of the ways you help each other be more efficient? Well, I definitely think taking care of the little things, she does an amazing job of that. Um, the amount of just as someone who's in, in sales, there's so much that goes on in life. Yeah, every, everybody who listens to the podcast and one thing we all share is we have 24 hours in the day and it's how do you just become efficient and maximize your time. And the fact that I have somebody at home who's helping raise our, raise our son and I don't have to worry about little things here and there that maybe might distract me from work, I think tremendously helps us as a family really hit the results that we want each and every year. But uh, outside of just that alone, her just constantly taking little things off my back. And I don't want to make it sound like it's the, literally it's, it's <laughs> things to where setting up pills for me of what I literally am putting in my body of healthy pills. Not, not like uh, <laughs> not just not, not, <laughs> not my vitamins or his, his daily vitamins. <laughs> um, she also, you know, just the, the things to make sure the house is in order each and every day. So as long as I'm focusing on what can help provide for us, there she is in the, the background, also focusing on what helps us as a family and, and still having an opportunity to do what she wants to do, which like she mentioned, her mom was um, stay at home as well. Her father uh, grew a practice, sold a practice as a doctor. Um, so it's, it's definitely nice to have someone as a partner like her who has seen it already through her lifestyle. Christina, <laughs> is there some way that Jeremy helps you in some kind of efficiency? Oh man. Okay. Uh, anything at all, Hey, anything <laughs> at all, please. No, I, he does help a lot. Um, when we first had Patrick, I, I even caught myself quite a few times saying this is my job and I would get all stressed out and it was the postpartum hormones raging up and down and it took me to kind of just take a step back and realize this isn't my job. This is, I'm his mother. I'm raising a child. So I wanted to do everything before. And one of the biggest things that's really helped me, it sounds little, but it's huge. It's a tremendous help. 
is that he's taking care of putting him, putting him in the bath, giving him his bedtime routine. So that gives me time to kind of decompress and not have to talk to anybody and just go about my evening. So that's been a huge help. Um, and I mean, I, I hate saying this, but COVID was actually, it was beneficial for us. He was, he was able to be here and see a lot of the milestones um, that he would have missed otherwise if he was working in tr- the traditional office setting. So that's, that was, that kind of worked out in our favor as well. I think it did for a lot of families, actually. A lot of people I've mm-hmm. spoken to say that COVID gave them time to be together and reconnect as a family. Did you find Well, I remember before, before COVID, we had had, yeah, no, a, we had had a moment or a month or so of, he would come home from work and he would just get the worst of Patrick. Um, all he would see is this screaming baby and he would never get to experience the positive. Um, so yeah, he was able to experience the fun parts of being a parent during the day. Yeah. And I think we had the relationship with me and him have, has definitely, it's night and day ever since really working at home for those first six months where I was able to actually be with him all the way through, um, his first six months of being alive, barely seeing him only through the witching hours. And that was not fun for me, but I knew I had to be there. And then moving forward now, it's, it's a great relationship. We have genuine, genuinely enjoy being with one another. Um, and I know during the COVID, uh, part of things, me and her really just for me and Christina, I think it, it started to really, we started to prioritize different things to where like, I didn't really focus a lot on sports anymore. Ever since Patrick was born, I stopped focusing energy on keeping up with the latest trends, uh, little things here and there. We're going back to the family aspect of it and really focusing on, on my family, faith, work. Um, that ended up helping, I think, us hit a lot of different milestones as the last couple of years have gone on where a lot of people, unfortunately, have had not the best time during these these tough times for, for COVID, but I feel like we've been able to really take it into another gear and, and we're very optimistic about the future because of taking advantage of the fact that we're, we're a good partnership and we're making sure that we're focusing our energy on what we can control and not what uh, outside activities could possibly hurt our family. And I will, I will add, we're most successful when we communicate. The times that we just assume the other one knows what we're thinking, um, it tends to not work out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, we've all probably heard it before, but communication really is key. Mm-hmm. And I mean, every, I mean, <laughs> before this podcast, what there's probably two or three examples in just the last two or three days that. I'm terrible at communication <laughs> and me and her it's, it's, I have, as we're talking on a podcast, the irony, but we're, uh, the, the littlest things that you just think and you take for granted uh, after being married for five years, that there's some things that she can tell me probably two or three or four times in a given week. And as that day approaches that she has something set up on the calendar, I still have no clue what she's talking about. And I have no idea how that happens or why. I, well, it's funny because now I've learned if it's very important, 
I need to send him an email or an Outlook invite to his work email so that he knows and he sees it and he doesn't schedule any calls. So that's, that's a great form of communication <laughs> too. Now, is there, a, is there a time during the day or a place that you do your best talking, be it at the kitchen table, be it taking Patrick for a walk, something like that? I'd say, well, the times that we have been able to take Patrick for a walk, um, the weather's been kind of bad lately, but um, no, we do a lot of our big discussions when we're on walks. We try not to do it at dinner, especially if Patrick's there. Um, we just want to stay focused on him and not anything too serious. Um, or even when we're about to fall asleep. Yeah. I think a lot of it is, is at night and, and going back to as we've evolved and I've evolved, especially thanks to her, I just things I used to do where looking up, researching for fantasy football, researching for this, that, the other things that in all honesty are just distractions of life. In my opinion today, which is crazy because I grew up playing sports and that's all I did was sports, but now it's more focused on in that, that downtime, focusing on us, asking questions, uh, figuring out more about where's Patrick going to go to school last. I mean, last night, here we are looking at opportunities of where do we want to live here in the next coming years? What's our strategy to do that? And instead of maybe me seeing who threw, who threw four touchdowns last weekend and just figuring out the unnecessary things that doesn't necessarily push us forward as a family, if that makes sense. Sounds like a huge 180 from the guy who was looking for Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need Crystal. I got Christina, so I'm good. <laughs> good comeback. Good comeback. So what's next for you guys? What do you see coming up in the future, in the near future? We are actually expecting our second child. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, we don't know. We don't know the sex of the baby yet. Um, we are planning to find out next month or actually, no, this month we're already in February. Um, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, we still haven't gotten the, the results back yet. So we're actually, we're actually for our five-year anniversary, we're, we're going to be out in Orlando, Florida. So her, her grandparents are going to be watching Patrick for a couple of days. So on the 18th of February, and if things go right, I believe this airs this week. So uh, on the 18th of February, um, obviously not my Casanova idea, but she's going to have the results actually emailed over to the place that we're staying. And then we'll see how it plans out, but it sounds like they can do it. We're going to either do some type of like cupcake or dessert, and we'll figure out the gender that way on... Um, on the 18th, so that Friday. So we'll see. Housers are expanding, and um, as long as it's a healthy baby, we're, we're very happy. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Four housers, hmm? Keep them coming, right? <laughs> you better talk to Christina about that. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there something we have not touched on you guys want to share? Besides, this is great news to share, but is there something else, some philosophical statement you'd care to leave us with? All I can say is I definitely find it as just as a human for, for me, especially as a male, it's tough to take on the world all by yourself. So the importance of having an actual partner in this wonderful life, you only get one. 
the little things that you may not be accustomed to, at least when I look at myself, it's very tough for me to, to maximize my efforts and become the man I want to be by myself. And I definitely found that over the last eight, nine years of getting to know Christina, marrying and growing a family, it's, it's awesome to kind of see the funnel of what used to be relevant and important to me. But now here we are today. And I couldn't be more excited about us celebrating our fifth year of being married. Looking forward to our next 98 years of being married, longevity. Um, but I definitely think in order to find the most happiness, it's it comes back to make sure you have a solid partner. And I feel here as of today, I'm very lucky and fortunate to be married to you. So I love you. Well, um, I would have to say that... Um, a lot of people enter marriage thinking that it's just going to be perfect right away. They don't realize that after the wedding, you have a marriage. You can have the most beautiful, perfect wedding, but you have to work towards your marriage afterwards. It's not going to be a fairy tale. Um, and with that comes a lot of work, communication, like we talked about earlier. And it's it's great. It's It's... We just got to work at it. Well, Christina and Jeremy, thank you for sharing all of that great news. Now, Jeremy, in your role as a coach for financial advisors, yeah, you offer a a different yet similar kind of support. So how can listeners reach you? They can actually reach out to us here on LinkedIn. You just uh, type in Jeremy Hauser. I did forget to mention, by the way, Patrice. So Christina was the one who helped me out about four to five years ago whenever I started the whole advisor mentorship program. So there we were sitting at the kitchen table. She gave me the idea of actually what the logo should be. She helped me out with just prioritizing the practice. Um, should have probably said that at the end, but you know, here we are. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but for, for the most part, it goes back to that partnership. So you you can locate us at uh, on LinkedIn at Jeremy Hauser, but uh, really it's without her, this this would not have happened. Here we are on a podcast that really just has taken off lately. And it's all based off the concept of sharing best practices. And my wife is right there with me, helping me out for it. You got to get her on the podcast more often. Christina, this is an official invitation. You come back. Well, thank you. I hope. I hope I was okay. (laughs) You're more than okay. Follow this advisor mentorship podcast to get the latest show and share with friends and family. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on Learn More. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President, Jeremy Hauser.